I'm Steph. And I'm Drew. And you're listening to Spirited Spirits. Tonight, we are going to talk about Krampus. Yes, finally. <laughs> he is the goat-like demonic creature that comes at Christmas time to punish children who've misbehaved. He is essentially the antithesis to Santa Claus. But before we dive into the folklore of Krampus, let's let folks know what we're drinking tonight. Uh, we are drinking Glühwein. Mm-hmm. Which is a traditional mold wine. Mm-hmm. Often find in Christ Kindle. Is that right? Christ Kindle markets. Yeah, Christ Kindle markets. Kindle Mark. Yeah. And it is absolutely delicious. It is so yummy. <laughs> we got so this one in particular <laughs> from Total Wine, and right. yeah, it's really yummy. So you can taste the cinnamon, the clove, and there's also like a hint of orange and lemon. Right. Which is really yummy. It just reminds me of a mold wine. I mean, that's what it is. But I mean. I could see, like... When was the last time you had mold wine? Probably at a Christmas function with my parents at oh, some okay. point. I don't I don't know. Because we've had, like, mold cider, like hot apple cider. Right. But I can't tell you and I would have ever had mold it was, wine. It's, it's been a very long time ago. I think there was, like, a spiced red wine we got around Halloween time that was, like, a, a witch witch's brew. Yeah, but it Remember wasn't, we it wasn't that warmed one. up, though. No, we didn't drink it warm. This is warmed up, though. This and is so This is good. really good. Yeah. This is really good. So we got, like I said, we got this one at Total Wine. And if you want to see what it looks like, you can go to our Instagram page at spirited underscore spirits underscore podcast. So now we got that out of the way. <laughs> Let's dive into the folklore of Krampus. The legend is thought to begin with pre-Christian Alpine traditions. And the word Krampus is believed to come from the German word Krampen which means claw. And this makes sense because Mm -hmm. Krampus is usually described as a black or dark brown hairy beast with cloven hooves and horns like a goat. Now I have seen some white versions, right? like white furry versions of Krampus. um, And we, we can dive more into that later, but he said to have fangs and a long pointed tongue and claw like hands. He's said to wear chains and bells and carry a bundle of birch branches or a whip to swat bad children with. He's often depicted with a basket or a sack to carry off evil children that he plans to either devour or take back to his evil lair in hell. So, a long time ago, mm-hmm. when I, I didn't even know who Krampus was. Okay. Okay. I was working in this really boring job okay. around Christmas time, and I had, like, nothing to do. Okay. And I wrote this poem. 
Oh. And I wrote it. It was almost like a Christmas poem. Was this when you were an RA or something? Like, what is this? What no, do you mean by boring no. job? No, it was it was when I worked. Um, it was like accounts payable. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. I know what you're talking about now. So, um, so you wrote a poem. I did. It was a, a Christmas po- poem. It was a poem story. It was supposed to be like the the Grinch, but Ooh. instead it was about Santa that came down and instead of leaving presents, he was taking children. I feel like I remember and, reading this. And this little kid, his name is Jeremiah Jenkins. Yes, you yes. did have me read this. Yeah, so he, he ended up finding out that this Santa was instead of like leaving gifts, was taking kids. And so he fought back and he rescued all the children. And what did you ever do with that? Did you? I have no it? idea what I did with it, but but I didn't know Krampus at the time. I just made up an evil Santa Claus. <laughs> well, <laughs> and we're so in one of our future podcast episodes, very very soon, um, we are going to talk about creepy Christmas traditions. Right. I I wish I could find it because it was pretty fucking baller. Yeah. Like, it was. Really good. It was. I remember it, it was, was really, really good. good. Yeah. Like, and I'm not. I'm not being like. Like, oh, I'm so great. Egotistical. No, Egotistical. No, no. no, I was like, this is actually pretty damn good. Um, and I, I wish I could find it because yeah. I would want to publish it, I think. Yeah, that would be cool. So instead You of, also came up with some other stuff because you also wrote a story about essentially Slender Man before Slender Man was a thing. Yes. But now I can't now I can't Now you can't do anything with it. Damn, babe. Oh well. Okay, so Krampus appears. It, 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 apparently he originates from pagan traditions specifically around the winter solstice right, right? so which is my birthday yeah, <laughs> yes it is december 21st um according to these traditions krampus is the offspring of hell the norse god of the underworld eastern europeans hold krampus knock which is tramp- translated as krampus night celebrations on december 5th so that's the night before the feast or the day of St. Nicholas. Okay. So that's St. Nicholas day is on December 6th. Krampus knock is on December 5th. People, usually men, but I've seen some women dress up as Krampus. They wear these elaborate, terrifying costumes. Um, I'll post some pictures on Instagram so people can see it. Um, And they parade down the street and try to scare people who have gathered to watch. Which sounds fucking awesome. Right? Let's be honest here. Like, Christmas time is a now, great time to spend time with family on. and stuff. But the ghost stories of Christmas, like, you know, the Christmas carol, stuff like that. Is yeah, where it's spooky at. shit. Yeah. So they parade down the street. They try to scare people. But these parades can get pretty rowdy. I will say that. Because really? a lot of, yeah, because a lot of times oh. people have been drinking. Oh, of course. So they, these these people will run after the onlookers, the crowd, and they'll try and swat at them with the switches. Oh, okay. And then arguments occur because people have been injured. And so, like I said, alcohol is involved. And so people can get hurt. Okay, so we're not taking our child to this. No. This what... Although I've seen some people take their physical, they've taken their children to these events. Yikes. <laughs> and the kids take pictures with Krampus, which, uh-uh, no. <laughs> All right, can you imagine our child doing this? No, absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> these events are known as Krampuslauf or Krampus Run. And these events are extremely popular in Austria and Germany, but they're gaining traction in North America. In fact, I did a quick Google search and I found that there were Krampus runs in Washington, D.C., New Orleans, Los Angeles, and Detroit. So I think maybe we should start one in our neighborhood. What do you think? 
Um, <laughs> Maybe but, like not without the rowdiness, but like the fun dressing up in spooky shit. I think like dr- dress up mm, as Krampus. I'm going to say something a little controversial here, but there's been a lot of folk that I've seen that like maybe are like way more conservative that may, that not, may like not like that. that. Yeah. Like if you're just like, I'm going to dress up as a goat demon for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, maybe that would be frowned upon. But so, Halloween's a big deal in our neighborhood. They really like yeah, Halloween. Yeah, but then, but then you introduce like Krampus into little baby Jesus this time. Yeah, we have some like. I think that would probably be not a good idea. We have some neighbors that probably would not be happy with us. We have a lot of pearl clutchers in our neighborhood. Pearl clutchers? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Anyone needs to know a definition of that. It's like, (gasps) right. Tyler, you're you're clutching your pearls. Gotcha. Well, so to reiterate, just like Halloween, Krampus Knock has pagan origins. Right. It's been incorporated into Christianity or rather really Catholicism because of the Roman Catholic Church and their Christmas celebrations, which if you think about it, I mean, I'm sure many of you all know Christmas has pagan roots. Yes. Having to do with the winter solstice celebrations. Jesus wasn't actually born in December. And the fact that Newsflash, folks. Right. Wasn't born in December. Not, and but, also the fact that you bring a live Christmas tree or Chris, like a live tree in well, your house. Yes. Is we, a pagan. Do you remember AP English? They talked about like the red versus green. Red is like Christianity and the blood of Christ. And then green was like the evergreen and paganism. Yes. So that's how you get that melding of the two. Yes. Yes. I remember that from AP English. I loved AP English. I did too. It was so fun. Okay. So in many Roman Catholic countries, Santa and Krampus seem to kind of work together, which seems really weird to me. It's a really weird dichotomy. Like like they're a weird ragtag team of... One gives presents and one... (laughs) St. Nick, yes. He he gives the gifts. I, I love the idea of... Like good cop, bad cop. Yeah, good cop, bad cop. <laughs> but also, like Santa and Krampus, like having a be- a meeting before <laughs> Christmas. Like, hey, like look, like let's go like, over the list again. Like, let's one go over the list one more time. Okay, like little little Billy. He's making he, a he, list. He, he's he was doing really good there for a little bit, but then you know he punched his sister like a couple times. <laughs> so do you want to move him to your list? Yeah, I'll take him. I'll yeah, devour him. I'll, I'll take him. Like, I'll what, take him like, down to my like, lair. What do you think? Do you think a switch? Do you think I should like just like you know? eat them like what do you what do you think santa well i don't know this is his first offense maybe just scare him like <laughs> yeah so saint, saint nick he comes to reward good children with gifts while krampus supplies coal to the bad children um in the some tr- of these traditions so santa rewards while krampus punishes and just as santa claus appears on christmas cards krampus actually appears on greeting cards chain that have been exchanged by Europeans. These greeting cards are called, and I'm going to, I'm hoping I pronounce all this stuff correctly because I'm not, like I'm German, but not really. <laughs> Glub von Krampus. I said that was a really good, like, attempt. Thanks. So I'm, I kinda not, like, I'm not German, yeah, but that sounds great. I listened to some stuff. Yeah. Tra- yeah, okay. Um, or greetings from Krampus. And they feature the hairy demonic beast looming over children. And people exchange these cards. That's really <laughs> I, I sure as shit would do it. I, I would too. If we had it, like, we're going to have to look on Amazon and see if we can find some. Or Etsy, maybe. So, my question is with this next year, do we take a family photo with us, <gasps> us like, running away and then have Krampus? And then, like, digitally, like, have Krampus, put like, Krampus behind him? him. Oh, yes. Hold on. Do you think that A, 
that's a good idea. And B. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. Whether or not the fa- like other family members like my grandma will appreciate it. Probably not. But yeah, that'd oh, yeah. be fucking she hilarious. She would not love that. <laughs> no, my Irish Catholic. Irish Catholic grandma would not love it. No. But it would be funny. Oh, that sounds great. All right. We're going to do that next year. (laughs) Okay. So it's important to note, though, there are regional variations of the Krampus legend in many Central and Eastern European countries. So, for example, in parts of Croatia, Krampus is considered a devil that takes misbehaving children's gifts given by St. Nick. So St. Nick comes and he delivers gifts. And then Krampus comes and takes those gifts and leaves behind a silver branch that lets them know that they have been punished. That that Krampus has been there and has said, fuck you, I took your gifts. You misbehaved this year. Here's a silver tree branch. (laughs) Here's a silver tree branch. That sounds a little bit... Less threatening than I'm going to. Like, I think hit, it's like hit you I'm going to with hit, some. Hit well, I think it's something. like a threat. Like I'm going to hit you with this. But right. You're lucky I just left it behind and just. Yeah, took it's, a, it's a full-on threat. Right. So, like I said earlier, Krampus is growing in popularity in North America, and I would say thanks in part to the 2015 Christmas horror comedy Krampus. Yes. Directed by Michael Dougherty, yes. the film stars Tony Collette, Adam Scott, David Kochner. Allison Tolman and several great child actors. So let's talk about the movie because Oof. Drew and I love it. We, it's, I, it's our it's our favorite Christmas horror movie, and we're actually going to do our next podcast on um, our top five. Let's do five, I think. Okay, top five favorite. So uh, spoiler: it's probably going to be Krampus. Yeah, <laughs> holiday horror films. Krampus is going to probably be number one, but um, so it's it's great. So it it takes. Like, like synopsis-wise. Yeah, give them a brief synopsis. It's about a kid that's kind of losing his faith in Christmas. Um, there's a lot of commercialism. and the he, dysfunctional family. Dysfunctional family. So there's like the the liberal side of the family, and there's this ultra-conservative side of the family, and they're coming together for Christmas. We should probably note spoilers. Yeah, spoiler From here alert. on out. Yeah. Oh, if yeah. you haven't seen Krampus, just stop right here. Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it pretty brief. Well, but, okay, but I may give away some stuff so so i'm gonna say spoilers at this point go ahead and stop it go watch krampus come back to this episode and then see what we think so then he um like some dysfunction occurs and it's a dysfunctional family family celebrating christmas yes and then he had written a letter to santa and he ends up ripping it up and like throwing out the window he loses his faith he loses his faith in santa and so because of that Krampus comes to punish the entire family mm-hmm. with his motley crew of like his minions, minions, and <laughs> it it's just a fun, it's a fun Christmas horror movie. It takes the quintessential like just Christmas stuff and like turns it on its head. It's not violent. I don't think I don't think it's bloody. It's not very bloody. It's it, there are some disturbing parts. Yeah. But I feel like that it's it has a PG thirteen rating. Um it, it's it's definitely just a fun watch. I think the creature stuff is really good. Yeah the creature effects it, are great. It's all practical and you I if you've listened to me talk about movies before, <laughs> I am a sucker for good practical effects. Well, so that's one thing I wanted to say. First of all, Michael Dougherty directed our favorite horror movie, Trick or Treat. Right. I know. So I wanted to make sure to mention that. We're already automatically partial to his work. We're kind of biased in that way. Can can we just like send him this (laughs) and our Halloween podcast? Yes. 
Hello, we are big fans. Would you like to come on to our podcast yes. and just talk to us? Can we interview you? Yes. Um, but I really do think he does great a great job incorporating. In this movie, he incorporates the Christmas humor in like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, per se. And then Christmas horror a la Gremlins, which yes. in and of itself, Gremlins is also kind of a horror comedy, right? It's not straight yeah. up horror. And that's a good Christmas horror movie. So, and like you said, the, the creature effects are fantastic and they're really terrifying. Like it's, they're, it's really scary. So, like not just Krampus, but his minions well, are fucking terrifying. Well, and I, I, That jukebox, or no, what is it? No, jukebox. jukebox. <laughs> what is it called? The Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. There we go. I don't know. I had a moment. It's the glue vine. Um, the Jack in the Box. Holy fucking shit. That scares right. the hell out of me. I, yeah. And I think the, um. Yeah, and the creature effect of Krampus is really good. Yes, I really like. So, in in lore, it's it's always been this like you said, like a goat person, man thing, demonic, like, like wear, wearing a a mask of Santa, right? Well, I don't know if it, no, no, I couldn't find specifically in the lore where it wears a Santa face or mask. Okay, I think that was added by Michael Dougherty, but I think it works. I think that's the best part. Of it because mm -hmm. the whole idea of a, there's this like goat demon thing and it's wearing a mask of this jolly thing and it, the mask it's it doesn't work it's not like it's it's, it, so it's, not, it's so it's like 1950s looking. uh Christmas like or Halloween masks right you know back in the 1950s right and, 60s, and, and his tongue his tongue's like hanging out of it and stuff so it's like a terrible mask but yeah. it works as like this whole like really dark like and he's like. He's like, like hunched hulk, over. He's hulking over yeah. the characters. It's so He's wearing the Santa good. suit, but it's like, like really we awkward on him. Right. He's got chains and the bells. Right. I, I love that fucking movie so much. Oh no. It's so it's good. So it's so good. Um, what else do we so let's let's talk about it. Like, um We have been. <laughs> but I mean why it were okay, so again, we've already mentioned spoilers. One of the things I thought was really cool is the grandma. So the way that they sh they did the film is it's all American folk, obviously. Mm -hmm. But the grandmother is from Austria or somewhere in right. Central Eastern Europe or whatever. And um, so she clearly has this background, this history with Krampus. And so the yes. reason why it was so important for her, for the child, this, the, this son, her grandson, to continue to believe in 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 Santa Claus is because she knew Krampus was a very real threat. That if if he didn't believe that there was a chance that they could be hunted by Krampus, and so she it was important for her to keep that faith alive and to encourage him. But the whole rest of the family is given up, right? And so when when things start happening, she's trying to kind of keep like keep the fire going stoke the fire because yeah, yeah. then that means the minions krampus's minions can't come, come down, down the, chimney. the chimney and, and attack them and and just, oh and let's talk about krampus's minions you got gingerbread men ginger mm -hmm. fucking bread men like fucking cookies and somehow michael D dougherty makes it like hilariously terrifying right and then toys like toys attack toys. Them. like angel, the jack in the box like an I angel said. from the tree um elves elves are, are the terrifying. elves are really really freaky. but i think the other thing too like again i know kind of we're going into this movie a little bit more is is like the lore that it's 
the lore feels real. Yes. And I love movies like that where it feels like it it lets some of these characters tell their story. And the grandma does this yes. great story, which is With done stop motion. stop motion animation that may, makes it look like um, like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, like old claymation, te- old claymation stuff. But they they tell her story through that medium. It's just fantastic. Yeah. It's great. It's it, very it takes well done. it takes everything about Christmas that you know, and it, it creates this story about family banding together during the holidays. Well, and even though they don't love each other, that's what I, I was going to say. Let's talk about how different the two families are. That's why right. they're dysfunctional. Is you have a very like what many would cons- consider liberal family, and then you have the more the very conservative mm-hmm. family who's like gun toting right. uh, Republicans and they're coming together. And it reminds you again, a bit of that Christmas vacation. Yes. Right. You have like um, Chevy Chase's character, Clark and his brother-in-law, right? His brother. His, I thought it was brother-in-law. I don't think it's brother. Okay. Well, <laughs> Shitter's full, right? (laughs) But so you have these two very different families um, that are coming together and trying to survive what's happening to them. And in that moment, it's like the the more liberal, quote unquote, um, guy that has been teased for not being like that manly has to all of a sudden bond up with and begin shooting at these, these creatures alongside his brother-in-law right in Krampus right um and so it's just kind of funny to see how in that moment survival is the most important thing right and it it's done very well um I I know it's weird to say like hey you should watch this horror movie during Christmas but it, it makes sense because I think the whole idea of like Christmas horror movies and Christmas like lore like that it stems from like, like lore like Krampus, and it stems from lore like in A Christmas Carol, where there's Christmas ghosts. Yeah, um, you know, Christmas was not always just a happy time. It was time to like look at, reflect on, reflect on your life, and reflect on these, like, on death, and like death is coming for all of us, and like how how to be thankful. It, it kind of you know, this is not talking about like Thanksgiving. We're talking about Christmas, but right. You know, but that, still, like this could be the last Christmas with your family. So appreciate right. it for what it is, right? Kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I think. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I think that Christmas, in and of itself, has kind of a spooky aspect to it, because. Like I said, it really is a blending of pagan belief and Christianity. Like, the Roman Catholic Church decided, hey, we're going to essentially create this holiday. I realize it's based on the birth of Christ, and I do believe in Christ. But I, but they used that as an excuse to celebrate his birth on the same day that the pagans had their winter, winter solstice. And they kind of melded the two together. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's always had this weird uh, antagonistic kind of feel to it of like religion and, and 
pagan and, mm-hmm. you know, like spirituality. And so I think there's always been this like spooky kind of sense also, to it. Also, nothing is more spooky than a man like shimmying down the chimney to just give you gifts. Right. I mean, that's pretty like, that's, but that's, but that's a lot of, so what we're going to talk about in one of our very, very next episodes, um, is the, the Christian, spoiler alert. the Christmas <laughs> traditions. Right. Um, and that's a very American version of Santa Claus. Okay. So I feel like we're wrapping up here, but I do want to just at this point, talk about last birthdays, like what I did for my last birthday. Okay. Yes. So, okay. 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 So I'm a huge Dungeons and Dragons nerd. Okay. If nerd you want, alert. If you want to like turn this off now, that's fine. <laughs> I completely understand. So last, last year, I don't get to play that often anymore. Um, yeah, I played just a couple times really to be completely honest. Yeah. This but, isn't something you did. when you Right. Were- but I, I watched critical role and like, that's something that I put on when I'm working you know, and it's just a fun time to watch. When you're these, working? When I'm working. Um, when, like, just to watch these people, like, create these stories. So last year, I, I wrote a one-shot, which what that means is that it's a one-evening story. Mm-hmm. And the story was, and, and I can tell this now because everyone has experienced it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, so all, I had Steph and then our brother-in-law and her sister, um, and a couple of friends over and they had their, all their characters had been whisked, like whisked away to like this town. Yeah. We had elves, um, like elf ranger, elf cleric. We had a paladin. We had, um, elves. I don't remember what, what Chris was. He was like, and then your sister was, I know she was like a celestial. Okay. So she was like an almost like a fallen angel. Okay. So we had all these and, different characters that had come together for this right. one night, and, and and they and they had been trapped in this like winter village. Yes. And they had found out that, and I I I I'll be honest, if anybody plays D and D out there, I definitely stole some um some stuff from Curse of from uh, like Strahd. Curse of Strahd. Yeah, from Strahd. Yeah, Strahd. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, because I love vampires. Um, so they found out that these witches were making meat pies out of all the children and ended up finding out that instead of Strahd, they were working with, they, they, they were trying to resurrect Krampus. (laughs) So at the end, they had a, they had a choice, which they didn't do what I thought they were going to do. Um, but it was in a very cinematic, like like sequence this one witch who was dying was like running towards this um well and all she had to do was get to the well like cut herself put the blood in and that would have been her way of resurrecting krampus so they had if they had killed her before she got there it would have been done but I think it was Stephanie who tried <laughs> to shoot her with a bow and arrow and missed twice. My bad. <laughs> and and so she got there in time, was able to resurrect Krampus before dying. So and then, then we all had to fight Krampus. They had to fight Krampus, which was fucking awesome. And I was so pumped for this because I was like, you know, I hope that they were able to do it. 
but also if they don't like this is the battle of the century this is what i want to see and so they ended up battling krampus which there was a stat block online that i found and it was fantastic yeah it was fun it was definitely fun so So listeners we're, we're doing that again this year yeah, we but are. you don't know what the story is. I don't. <laughs> yeah, so his birthday is winter solstice, and right. um, but we're celebrating early this year, right? Given that your birthday is on like a Wednesday. Yeah. Um, yes, we are going to do another D and D one shot, and we'll right. see. Maybe we'll let folks know what what you had in store oh, for us. Oh, this one's this one's even better. Hmm. Okay, we'll see. All right, listeners, um, we hope you enjoyed this episode about the folklore and the film Krampus. We'd love to hear from you. So let us know. What did you? What do you think about Krampus? Have you ever been to a Krampus run? Invite me next time. Please send pictures. Like, we would love to see some pictures. Um, you know, we're still trying to collect listeners' tales to see... Um, you know, if you all have any spooky stories about ghosts or weird encounters or just strange things that have happened to you, um, or unexplained phenomenon, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to compile an episode all dedicated to listener. We tales. have like three now, but that would probably end up in like maybe like 15 minutes. Yeah. I mean, we could probably pull something together, but I'd love to have like a thematic kind of thing. Like maybe if we get several stories on ghosts or if we get several stories on UFOs or whatever, like it'd be cool to have like a thematic episode on reader tales. Yeah. And if you experience like a vampire, oh man, (laughs) please like reach out because I want to know what that was like. Or a werewolf. Stop. Anyway, um, email us at contactspiritedspirits at gmail.com. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. So we can, we hope that you'll continue to listen to us every week as we talk about spirits while we sip on some spirits. Bye.